I supposed to be here and this is supposed to be there? That's how it goes. Okay, Shalom. I never met such a thing. It's nice to meet you. Again, I should call to to the Chevrolet from Torah anytime and Yaakov. If there are people that have a Torah, and people, not everybody can get out, and if it makes it easier, sometimes I, I already have met some people that have told me that they have a Torah, and it's always, it's Kedai. Sugi of Tau and Tikkun. It's all Almanas, Almanas to get Mitzvahem back to the more practical day-to-day side of what we're learning: how to raise our children, our boys in particular, and how to contend with the challenges of Tavshin Ayin Zayin of Ikvusit the Mashiach. And we're learning that there are two basic types of Torah and Tikkun. Of course, we're going to get to this in a few minutes, that each one of us has ingredients of Tohu in us. There are those who are predominantly Tohu, and it's more of a recessive type of a tikkun, and there are others who are dominant tikkun with a recessive toe. But a Jew who has that predominant tohu lives all of the time by a, a gvul that is very, very, by a border that's very, very dangerous, in a place that's very dangerous. On the one hand, we're learning he has gewaldige koiches. The ones that struggle most with Kedusha Sabris, the ones who have that milchama in a very intense way, they have the gewaldige koiches, the ability to accomplish unbelievable things that we've been talking about. But on the other hand, the possibility for those individuals to descend into into a marble of filth, Ramish, into a marble of filth in our time is because it's so easy. It's not like in the past you had to finagle things around a little bit. To, now it's so easy. And such people can cause tremendous korban in their own lives and their families. We saw the words from Avkuk last week. I'll just repeat them to remind you. Where he speaks about Harishoim Bali Haprinsipim. There are people who are Rishoim, there are principled Rishoim. Those that they become individuals that have a need to destroy. And they have they have objectives and goals and ideals that are destructive. Hapaishim Lahachis Philolateov. Nishmosam Gavohamaod is what we learned last week that these people, the greatest Rishoyim in history, 
I'm talking about amongst our people, have elevated neshamas, have had elevated neshamas, neshamas gevayat, neshmasam gevayamod, me'orois de tohu. This is what we learned last week. From the orois of tohu. Bocharu <coughs> beheres. I'm just repeating what we learned. They made a choice to destroy Vina Maharasim, and they're able to. And the world is thrown into terrible confusion because of them. So, what we are learning, and I hope comes very, very clear, even though just again touching the tip, tip of the iceberg, is that we'll be able to move forward and to know where all of our conversations are going to come back to this Indian of Tohu and Tikkun. That the Kaiches of Tohu at the time of creation. In the six days of creation, of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu put the world into order. And everything was taiv and taiv ma'oid and vayichain and vayazkain and so on. Everything was put into order. However, Hashem Ezbaruch left, as we learned, Hashem Ezbaruch left much, much for us to do. And there are tremendous kaiches, tremendous kaiches in creation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not sort out and arrange <coughs> it's left up to us and that's why the avoda of all the 6,000 years is called the avoda of birurim you've heard this before the term the avoda of birurim there's birurim and yechudim we're now at the end of history and the avoda now is in the area of birurim is unbelievably intense Adam Harishan, Adam Harishan, because of his chait, brought to an, to an intensification, a tremendous intensification of the kaiches of Tau. Adkadekach, that the earth itself now produces, ever since the chait in Gan Eden, the earth itself, the way everything in the world works is that for every good, there's so much klipas, there's so much tohu. The earth produces to get to to get to that granule of of good. Everything in creation was brought down as a result of the chait of Adam Harishan. All the avoda to prepare food is the avoda of birurim. That's why Lama Tesmalachis is the avoda of sorting and purifying and clearing out all of the klipas to get to the actual food. This tikkun, or this biru, the sorting out, and the tikkun, therefore, not only affects the spiritual world, not only affects our spiritual existence, but our physical existence as well. Of Cook in his Sefer, Midbashar, writes that as far as the development of the world is concerned, even though it's true that Jews have contributed an enormous amount to civilization, physically. You just have to look at the the Nobel Prize winners and what Jews have contributed. You walk into a hospital and you see what Jews have contributed to the world just in, in Gashmias, the changes that we brought to the world. But if Cook writes in Midbashar that, that as far as the tikkun is concerned, the pituach, the pituach hachomri, physical tikkun, is primarily the responsibility, or is primarily in, in the hands 
primarily in the hands of mankind at large, of the non-Jewish world. That's the Iker responsibility that they have in the Tikkun and the Birurim of civilization post-Adamarishan. And as far as the Ruchnias and the Pituach HaMusari that Rav Kook calls always Musari, ethical and moral Pituach, Tikkun and Birurim, that, that's been left mostly up to Am Yisrael. Mostly up to Am Yisrael. And therefore, if Cook writes, in the Erzat I don't want to have more papers to take more time, but it would be so kedai to see in the Erzat Chiyah Tesvav. There, Rav Cook speaks about how the Tzadikim love Tzadikim Ohavim Esamalacha. Tzadikim love hard work. And he writes about the Malacha, he says, not only when it comes to spiritual things, the Tzadikim they love Malacha. Any pu'ula, Rav Kook writes, any action in this world that improves even physical life, that is a bearer that clarifies to sort out right, wrong, good, bad, works, doesn't work, medically, scientifically, any, anything. Rav Kook writes... That means that when, when the Hefer here, most of whom are not clay kaidish, are not teaching, not sitting and learning all day, not teaching, so when you are working on something, on a job, and you're trying to improve, whatever it is, to improve this individual's financial portfolio, to improve, to work on, on, the, on, on the status of this, of this patient, on the health of a patient, to fill in a cavity, to, uh, to, take out, to take out a tooth that needs to be removed, whatever it is, whatever that malacha is, Rav Kook is saying, the expansion of the light of Tikkun, not in the way that it's used in the Reform and Conservative, they use the word Tikkun. It's not. It's Rachmanus. I'm not even going into that. <laughs> that how they use now everybody is talking it started to creep into our world as well to use the, when someone when someone does something that, that makes you feel that's that good that's called Tikkun Ha'olam or something I'm talking about Tikkun the Tefillin and Sitzes and Shabbos is not a Tikkun for them but his Rachavus his Rachavus or Hakadosh, the expansion of the light of kedusha, who Nimser of Cook writes in Parshat Chiyab Amos, the Kol Malacha, and that's why he was supporting so much the settlers, even though when they were not religious, which you know was a very controversial thing. And how Rav Cook was supporting them, and how Rav Cook loved them, he saw that what they were doing, that doesn't mean he 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 was at peace with the fact that they were not Shemesh Shabbos, that they abandoned Torah. He was not at peace with that at all, and he was trying to makar them. But what he did write over and over, when he taught over and over, is that there's or kaidish, he says, 
in anything that's done to improve the life of another person, of this world, to make the world better. Any movement that a person makes that in some way can rescue, can save some part of creation, some little part of creation. Any guy, any, any fireman that's trying to put out a fire someplace, you know, in Haifa or Lahavil in New York, is rescuing a part of creation. Min shlitas hatohu. Listen to the words. Kol tnuah shomatzelas ezechelik men ha'avaya min shlitas hatohu. Any act that is able to be used to rescue anything in creation from the force, from the unbelievable force of tohu, is a very great thing and a dovakloli that affects all of creation. So when we speak about tikkun, tikkun haguf, exercising, <coughs> exercising, working out, eating in a healthy way, looking after our children's physical well-being and health and our parents' well-being and health, tikkun haguf. Tikkun ha-nefesh. Tikkun ha-nefesh. Tikkun ha Tikkun That world of tikkun means always one thing. It means hashlotas ha using the seichel, using the mind, the greatest instrument of tikkun. And using the mind in order to make the choice of vayarm elokim or. So when that, when that doctor makes the choice in his life to put all of his kaiches into helping his patient, not to be negligent with the patient, to work as hard as he can to help the patient, to think about, to discuss with other doctors, whatever is necessary to help that patient, it means that he is attaching himself to a reality that's called Vayar Melokim Hi'or. Because the koiches that are instinctive are very, very powerful, but they're blind. And each and every one of us, each and every one of us lives from a place of toh and a place of tikkun. And that means that even the people who we're talking about in the more general typology, the, the kids that are always good and they behave and they're nice and everything goes well and simple and easy, there are also parts of their personality the outside observer might not know, but there are parts of themselves that have not yet come under the control of Bechir Chavshis of the Seichel on their level. There are pieces of Tahu, there are Koiches of Tahu, there are Taivis that one can't necessarily see, other people don't know about. And all of the avoid that a person makes to sort out with Bechir Chavshis or with the Seichel, to sort out to try to work on repairing and fixing and using things in a positive way, particularly Tikkun Habriz, particularly Tikkun Habriz, in order for that to happen, one has to understand the Kaiches of Tau, the power of the energy of Tau, that's what we're learning. One has to then think deeply and to learn how do I use this energy, (coughs) 
how do I use this koach that I have, this powerful impulse, this energy that I have, how do I use this to expand the borders of Kedusha, in the world of Tikkun, in Kedusha? How do I take, for a young man, the ugly, he feels that these are ugly impulses that he has, and he's hearing over and over, these are ugly, disgusting things, and if you think this way about girls, if you look at pictures, and if you have these thoughts, this is all disgusting and filthy and ugly, and they're hearing over and over and over again, ugly, disgusting, filth. And the words that they're beginning to hear, of pornography, and all the words, all the lashinus, the vulgar lashinus that come with that word of pornography, and then to see images. And all they can think about is, I am low and I'm disgusting and I'm filthy. And my whole mitzias is a mitzias of, <coughs> of filth. No one is helping them to to take the kaychis that are underneath, that are that are giving that energy that for the, for those desires. No one's teaching them how to how to use these kaychis in, in a in a productive way. I shouldn't say nobody. There are, but in particular, what about that bocher that's exceptionally creative, exceptionally energetic, has a lot of these kind of taivas, and he's not motivated necessarily in his learning. So, of course, can we motivate him in his learning? That would be an ideal. And if not, then what do we do with these guys? What happens to these boys that are not brought around in learning? Generally, even the finest Rebbe, when he meets up with a kid that has a high content of tohu, they don't know what to do. The Rebbe, the Rebbe doesn't, doesn't know what to do with such a bach. The school doesn't know what to do with such a bach. So if they try to medicate him and and tell him he can't stay in the school unless, unless you give him all the kinds of uh, psychological help and so on, <clears throat> so that he doesn't have any more. So it seems that the boy now is well because all of the energy now has been depleted as a result of him being medicated. So they don't know what to do with, the, with this energy. They only identify it as being something which is disgusting and low in themselves. They don't know how to transform any of this into Kedusha. They don't know how to join together the two worlds of Tikkun and Tov, which is the tachlis of our lives. In each and every one of us who's sitting right now in this Bisa Medrash, in the depths of our personalities, there are things that haven't been finished. There are things that haven't been finished. And throughout life, there are nisyanas. There are challenges, there are tests. Whenever it's a test, it means that Hashem has determined that now there's a certain part of yourself, there's a certain nekuda of tohu that Hashem wants you to, co- to concentrate on, it wants you to repair, wants you to fix. And Hashem is telling you, and me, and each and every one of us, that the time has come for you to acknowledge this part of you that's, that has not been addressed, that you might not have recognized until you had some big sign. it could be. You just never met up with a girl like that. It could be you never met up with somebody like this. It could be you never saw anything like that. And the instinctive, intuitive reaction is to feel low and disgusting. But Hashem Ezbuch is inviting you into a deeper part of yourself, introducing you to a, a kawach of tohu inside of you, that he wants you to connect to the world of tikkun. He doesn't want you to 
destroy to erase, but he wants you to to elevate and to learn how to change this from something which is destructive into something which is positive, which is what we're going to be talking about in Mitzvah over the coming years, of how to make that transformation. All of our learning is going to be on that Nakuda, of how, of how not to destroy, not to inject and to ruin and to destroy the emotions, the feelings, the desires, but but how to use them, what to do with them, what to do with these kaikas now children and ourselves. And that's why, that's why, you know, more than ever, there's so many, so many svarim on the Indian of Chizik. It used to be that you ha- that that if you were a person that you knew how to learn, you would learn through pieces of Kedusha Slave, you, you would learn through pieces of Lukuta Moran, or you learn through through Rav Dessler, whatever the Sefer was, you would learn through the Sefer, and you would try to somehow sort out little parts of the Svarim here and there that would give you Chizik. <clears throat> Nowadays, you don't have to do that because there's such a feeling of desperation that all of the swarm that are coming out now are just chizik swarm. Vihis chazakta. Tremendous chizik. And Hashem's work is sending also tzaddikim into the world now who have the kaychas, the ability of Simaya, Zilberg's tremendous kaychas. I mean, this, the, the swarm they come out from are called divay chizik. It's not making any pretenses about it. Divay chizik. And if you've ever been to Simaya, which most of the Chair, I think, have, know him and have met him, that his whole mitzis is a mitzis of chizik. No, the tzaddikim of our generation that we didn't have in the earlier years the tzaddikim themselves were uh, of course they were, they were chizik but it wasn't the way that it is now that it's in such large dosages and pure unadulterated chizik chizik and you would think that with all of the chizik that we're getting that we'd all be like much better because there's never been so much chizik but the problem when it comes to chizik is that there's a very, very big basic yesod that is missing in many people. And we're going to talk about that now. It's what we're, what we're learning. We're going to talk about that now. It's such a big yesod because it's the shayish of one's ability to be mischazik. Because if you're missing this, and if you don't understand this, then you could read all of the Lakut HaLachis, and you could read all of the beautiful things with the Chavitz Chaim giving chizik, and and you bottle and chaim the chaim with simayin and with matul and with kluger and all the hinteke mechazkim, all the mechazkim. You can go to a tzaddik and the tzaddik can give you a, a, a lot of chizik and tell you gewaldige things. And you and I know that we've heard good things. We've heard a lot of chizik, but there's something missing in the vehis chazak them that it's somehow the chizik is not is not working. I mean, I'm not. It's a general statement. Of course, it works, but. There's something that's missing. Individually, that the chizik should take effect. And as Amiso, that the chizik should should take effect. And the side that I'm going to say now is not a chiddush, but in the context of what we're learning, I hope it'll give you chizik. <laughs> to be kalim that can receive the chizik. And this is what it is. And I'm saying this for ourselves, but if we don't have enough, if we don't have a, enough determination for ourselves, but we certainly, certainly have for our children because we love our children much more than we love ourselves. So even if 
even if we fall with ourselves, chas v'shalom, but our children, we want better for our children. That I, that's why everybody's here on a Sunday morning, because what we want for our children, for our grandchildren, that's what we want. Many times, a person feels that, Baruch Hashem, there's, there's a certain war that went on early in my life. There's a certain Indian in my life, whether it was in Arias, or anger, or laziness, whatever the Indian was. And Baruch Hashem, I was misogynist. this. I, was, I, I can make a scene without the Hadron Allah. I mean, <laughs> but I make, I make a scene. I make a scene. And I was, I'm, I'm, I'm. Siamti Meseches Kaz. Siamti Meseches Pagam Habriz. I was Messiah the Mesechta. I'm done with the Mesechta. Moch Hashem. I'm already older. This Indian already, this is when I was young. I was crazy, you know. And. And I, I made a seem I'm ready finished with this. And Bahamas, it's true. It's true. There were early years, and there were things that were not right, and oftentimes in the early years of a marriage, there's fighting and disagreements and, cars and all kinds of things. And, and over time, it settled down, and I worked on some things, and I worked on it, and it's good. And then... A remarkable thing happens. What's called in halacha choyzevenayer, which means that I thought that this drop of milk was gone in the pot of soup. I stice, it's still there. Choyzevenayer, there is such a thing that there's a destructive energy that that I thought I was very potter from. There was some narishkeit, some foolishness, some insanity that I thought I was done with. And and then you find that there's a more even even sometimes even a more destructive kayak. With chidushim, you know, like embellishments. And you thought that this was something that you'd never have to face again. You thought this was something you were finished with. What's happening? when that happens. Now, the, what I said before is that the reason that people cannot take chizik is because you hear the chizik, you get chizik, you try to get better, and then you see that a week or two or three later, you see that you're falling again. So at some point, there's a there's a switch inside the head that says that this all this chizik stuff is like very, very sweet, and we like we really love Ritzimayur and those tzaddikim that do that, but maybe it works for other people, doesn't work for me. Because I heard all the chizik. I could say myself the best chizik in the world. I could say all the big chizik. I could say, the, you know, today's the first day of your life. You never ever live. And you should know that means that, that the Baruch Shalom, every single thing until now wasn't and doesn't exist. The Baruch it's all everything has changed into Zochias because of your tshuva. And Mikanullah Haba, it's a new life. And this day is the only day in all of the Lashonis, all of the Lashonis of Chizik, which are true. Which are true. Every word that came out of the mouth of that Sadiqim is true. It, it, but it's true for somebody else. 
because I am the living proof, I am the living proof that these things just don't work. These things don't last. So, what usually sets off that terrible pessimism in a person is the return of like Godzilla, you know, or King Kong, whatever your monster is, but after some time of it not being there. So the feeling is, so whatever I was working on is like, it was nothing. It was all a joke. Whatever I thought, all my own hischaskis, and all I was trying to work on it, nothing. Really nothing ever came of it. The harai is, I'm in the same place that I was before. Or even worse. So, what's missing? What's the mistake? And it's a very subtle mistake. And and it's so vital to understanding ourselves and our kids. It's a very subtle mistake. The emiss is that you were misakin things in the past. And those weeks, or those days, weeks, months of sobriety, whatever your union is, that time of sobriety was real. And it was poil gewaldige things in heaven and earth. It was real. It wasn't a joke. It's 100% real. But then Hashem's Baruch says, I'm proud of you. And now the time has come for the next level of Tohu in who you are from those Nitzaitis, from the time that your soul was created to fix. And Hashem's Baruch is saying, and I want you now to work on this next project. This is a different project of Tohu in your life. All of life, the Swam teaches, and it's all based upon this Yisoyed of Olam HaToh and Olam HaTikon, that Hashem created Olamas, Bona Olamas Ve'achrivan, Bona Olamas Ve'achrivan, build worlds and destroyed worlds, and then a new world and higher worlds, the whole Hisalus, the evolution of creation since Sheshis Ma'amaisa, the world is evolving towards Mashiach. All of the Aliyas, all of the Eridas, all of Moichin the Katas, Moichin the Godless, all of the changes that we go through, as Hashem's Baruch introduces us to parts of ourselves that haven't yet been fixed. We fixed certain parts, but there are parts that haven't been fixed. There's tohu that hasn't yet been repaired. Each one of us has a certain part of creation that we have to fix. Some people have much bigger tires than other people. That's how it is. And no one ever, ever should look down on another person. That's his tire, that's your tire, that's his parish, that's your parish. Not to look down on people. That's his avoid. But that's the chilek that each one of us has in the tikkun, in trying to figure out this new element of Torah that I have now discovered myself. Don't look at it as a hemshech. It's not a hemshech. That's why we make. That's why we don't take chizik, because we look at now. We look at the good time in my life that I wasn't doing this stuff. Uh, it was just really. It was just nothing was ever fixed. Nothing was ever. Nothing was ever resolved. There was no tikkun. And it's just because I got whatever. I was busy and I made believe and I, uh, things were good. I was happy. I had a job. In marriage, things were going well. You know, so I was like, I was a happy guy. So because I was a happy guy, so I didn't like look into those old pictures or movies, whatever. Because I was a happy guy. But now here I am again. That feeling of, God forbid, after looking at that thing again, whatever it is that the person is doing. And, and this is the greatest raya. 
that I, I'm just a hemshech of what I was before. I never ever really fixed anything. I'm the same person, I'm the same mushkos, the same maneuver that I always have been. I'm a 14-year-old boy in a 40-year-old life. And, and essentially nothing has changed. On top of that, I'm the biggest hypocrite because I send my kid to this from yeshiva. And I tell my kids how they have to be like this and they have to be like that. And if they only knew what their father thinks about when he's chuckling there by Shemanesai, if they knew what he was thinking about. And all the things that I want for my children, how so f- I'm so far, I'm so right from these things myself. And you just look at yourself as being a hemshuk of what you were when you were 14, 15, 16. I'm the same guy. So what happened about the, the time of sobriety, the time that I was good? And there it is. It was, uh, you know, because there were things, can, circumstances in my life were changing and improving, whatever it is. There are always terutsim to explain, that one finds to explain how that was not real. But all of that, however, is not, is not the emes. What we're learning is that, is that the kochas of, t- of tohu never ever left. Hashem arranged for each person exactly asher bara elokim lasois. That means for me and for Avi and for Moshe David and for David, for Marcha and for Yaakov and Shlom Yaina are going. All of us, every single one of us. The Baruch Shalom left asher bara elokim lasois. When you when you knock off a piece of tohu and you bring it to a place to connect it to tikkun and you, and you move ahead with your life with work with the marriage and so on so the Baruch Shalom says gewaldig not 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 like stam to make you feel good it's gewaldig we just learned 10 minutes ago the Rav Kook said that when you when you plant a flower not just an edge that's for sure but even a chutzlars when you help a dog that's limping with a bandage, he says, your mom is, it's a hispashtus of the or of Kedusha, of Tikkun. Everything. Allah has come of a kamba. When a person was working on himself and was controlling that, 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 that toe inside of himself and tried to make his life into something which was better, the Baruch Shalom says, Givaldi. But you were Masakin, you were Masakin. That was the Tikkun, though, of Tavshin Ayin Vav. Welcome to Tavshin Ayin Zayin. And in Tavshin Ayin Zayin, I have some interesting things on the program <laughs> for you. There's like an interesting thing. There's the itinerary for Tavshin Ayin Zayin. It's a different itinerary. But the Tanya and the other Tzadikim explain, which is all from the Zohar and Kisveri, that every year is an Andra Maisa. It's not... It's a different Indian. And the Seder of the Doris, how it's explained by Arichas and Ba'omik and the Leshem in particular. And the Kisveri, the side of Tohu and Tikkun, how it works... So when you're, when you're moving ahead with that particular koyach, so the Hashem is Megala, that here is another part of yourself, a deeper part of yourself, that I want you to work on now. Shkoyach for the tikkun that you made, and the tikkun that you were Isaac in when you were working on that, whatever your Indian was last year, two years ago, 15 years ago, shkoyach. You're older now. You're a big boy. And the kachis of Tahu are like online. So it comes, you finish that tikkun that comes out, beep. And that's how it is with the Mach and the Godless and Mach and the Katniss and Aliyah and Yeridis. When you look at the Pneemias, this is really it is. So you'll see sometimes, not sometimes, you'll see, for instance, with a kid that you had a, you had like a mamish, a, a Tohu, Tohu Shabbat Tohu kid. And he's making everybody crazy and it's, it's hard. And then, Finally, after years, and who knows, could be therapists and all kinds of stuff, 
Finally, finally, you see the things are settling down, and the parents say, Bo Hashem, that Kufa has passed, that, that time has passed, and everything is going to be okay. And you know, sometimes it goes like that for five years, 10 years, 15 years, but there are inyanim inside that are still tohu. That just because the doctor said he's ready to go, he's, now he's ready to get married. So now he said, is, is my kid ready to get married? Sure. He's been already like, been, everything's been, been a productive uh, human being for the last uh, six months. It looks like he's okay. He said, I could, I could match him up with a nice firm girl. Yeah, he's okay. He's, he's, he has a job, yeah. He goes to school in the morning, yeah. He learns a little bit at night, yeah. It's okay, said, let's, let's call the Shabchan, right? But you ask that wife, like two years later, how's it going? She says, what I got? And she starts telling you Maisim of his the things that were from like, from Friedrich Doris, you understand? Like, like in the earlier Gilgal of that kid, and you, and you, you can't believe it. I thought, uh, we finished that. That was session number 43 with the therapist. <laughs> and he told me that, he told me you were done with that. You're, you already have overcome that. You're finished. Everything is okay. <clears throat> so, is it a hemshik? Is it something different? Is it something new? But when you learn this from, you realize that the worst mistake you can make is to say, is to have this machshava that it was worthless. Lo asisi klum, lo asinu klum, lo paalti shumdava. I wasn't part of anything. All of that hard work was worthless. That's shekev achazav. Not because to say something nice that that I'm trying to act like I'm the bedichev or something. That's not, that's not the point. That's not, that's not it. The metzius is that that's a sheker. You were poil and you were mesakin. And every effort that is made is poil and is mesakin and is a tikkun. So to feel that nothing was accomplished and we didn't make any progress is simply, is simply a terrible mistake. In the pnimius hadvarm, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. The truth is that with every step that a person takes forward, it means that he's preparing himself for the next shlav of his life. And when you take that step forward and you're getting to the next shlav of life, then you have to contend with the kaychas of tohu that need to be fixed in that shlav of your life, in that stage of your life. And the same thing with the kid. It's always ubahgiya tarasta, you know, that it's now come time for this kayach of toh that's inside of you that you didn't know about. <laughs> that you didn't know about. <clears throat> Nobody, you, no, you never knew what this thing was inside of you. It's not the same thing that you had in the past. That's choyzevenayu. It's something that you didn't necessarily recognize in yourself, or if you did, it was, it was who you were when you were 16 or 17. But now, Hashem Baruch wants you to work on this because He wants you now, laharchiv gvulas hakadusha. Because he wants you to expand the borders of holiness. Because he wants you to move to a higher level of Kedusha. That's the site of Tikkun. He wants you to, to take these, to take now the energy that you have of Tohu right now in Tavshin Ayin Zai, and to bring this to a place of Tikkun. This is the Indian of, of Yaakov Avinu and Yosef Atzadik of Ufarats, the Yom of Ufarats, the Yom of Akedim means in Avedis Hashem that throughout all of life there are koiches of Tohu that are misparzim. There are koiches of Tohu that, that, that surface, 
that are misparchim, that koiches of toe that surface. And the person is frightened when he sees these koiches of toe, that they, that they surface, in, surface in his life. He's frightened when he sees this. He either feels that he's not strong enough to deal with these koiches of toe, or he falls into that yeyush of, here I am, I'm the same person I was 20 years ago. I thought that I had finally changed, and it turns out that I haven't. And he doesn't know that what he's in is in, in that world of Hashem being boina erlomus amachriva, building worlds and destroying worlds, all of life. We build a certain world, and then we feel that it's being destroyed. And there is something that's being destroyed, because Hashem is saying, now it's time for you to move on to the next world, to the next stage of your life, and to build this world, to build this world. In the same way that this is true of the individual, this is true of Am Yisrael, and it's true of all of mankind, which we'll talk about in next time. It's true of all of creation, of how the world works. When you even think about something like communism, now, that's not a big Indian. We don't talk about it so much like we used to when I was younger. That was the topic. When, 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 Soviet, when the Soviet Union, when Russia fell, so a lot of that was brought down because when that's on this boat with the Chinese are Isaac and it doesn't affect us as much as what was happening because in, in Russia we had many of our brothers and sisters that were trapped there. The embassy is that, uh, embassy is that you see just last uh, two weeks ago that, that the tumma, the klipa of, of, uh, of, Cuba, of Cuba which there are liberals that are making him sound like he was some sort of a tzaddik, this guy, was a, a Russia Marusha, a murderer, a thief, a, 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 an unbelievable koyach that he had, that person, this tremendous koyach, something like 60 years, 50-something years that he had such a koyach to be shoylet over over innocent, miserable people, that he was shoylet on these people. And and such a koyach of tohu, the whole way of looking at something like communism, I'm just using this as an example. Communism has been the murder kaiches. It was an unbelievable kaiches that Hashem brought into the world. He unleashed into the world something. He's telling us that in this world of communism, the Barishlam is saying, you know, that what they're talking about, what they're talking about is Echad, right? The Garin, the inner, inner, inner core of communism is. Echad, Echad, Chibur, Echad. But the the form that it appeared in was that form of communism that came with so much misery and suffering, and Tzichas and Gnevis and so on. But Hashem Baruch wants us to rescue the lost princess. He revealed to the world a tremendous energy of Chibur, of Echad, communism, Tremendous, not to, not to utterly remove the nakuda of echad, chasusholim from the domain of of history, but to refine that nakuda hapnimis of communism, which is kodesh kadosh, the pnimis of communism. That's why it came from the Jews, Marx and Engels. They're both Jews. The nakuda hapnimis, just like the nakuda hapnimis of Isaiah also as a Jew. The inner inner core of communism is Kaidish, it's Echad. It's Hashem Echad. But when it falls into the hands of the Rishayim, the Baliha Pitsipim, the the Mushchasim, the who are who, who, who the, the, the Baliha Toyu, when they take over and they run with it, so then communism destroyed 
millions and millions and millions of lives, took away what, how much Yiddishkeit was destroyed by what Stalin did over there, that Ad Hayyim, what, what we're feeling the, the, the consequences of what, of what Stalin and Yemach Shemai, what he did over there. But the Nekud HaPnimis? So the, the attitude is not, this is, this is disgusting, this is bad, this is ugly. Yeah, how communism, how communism is manifested in the hands of the Rishayim is not disgusting and bad. But the underlying energy of communism is Kaidish. It's Echad. It's Hashem Echad. It's Chibur. It's Veyeh also Kulam Aguda Echaz. Lasis Vitsoinich Abelev of Sholem. What were they talking about? Lasis Vitsoinich Abelev of Sholem. It was a Bechina of Mashiach. It was Irish of Mashiach. Communism is a Bechina of Irish of Mashiach, of Echad. But, but the enemy became the capitalists and the industrialists. And the government became God. And God was removed. And then it fell into the klipa of what we know as communism, socialism, and so on, and all of its different forms and shapes. Hashem is and that communism has to be brought down, which to a large extent it was. Communism has to be brought down and destroyed. But we have to make sure to save the princess to save the Nekud HaPnimis of communism, which is Echad. That's the Avaidah of Tikkun. It's not an Avaidah to, to, to uproot and to destroy, it's an Avaidah to rescue and to, and to lift up. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we'll, we'll, we'll continue next time. 12-18, yeah. 12-18, Milcha. Yeah. 100%.